Hello, hello, and thank you so much for joining me for the podcast of The True Power From Within. I do pray each and every day this podcast touches you in the most amazing and encouraging way. I am your host, Melody Ferris Tucker, and I am so grateful that you are here. So today I'm calling this podcast Kicking Into 2023, and I thought with this being the last Friday of the year, um, let's talk about some things. Um, first and foremost... Um, I do not believe in New Year's resolutions. I used to. I used to make them. I used to say all the things. And most of the time, by statistics, um, people do not um, or have let go of their New Year's resolutions by um, 15 to 30 days into January. Okay, so I don't do New Year's resolutions. I do think that goals are important. And um, let's talk about vision boards for a minute because I was the girl. I was the girl with all the vision boards, right? I have this big, huge, white um, dry erase board that I would cut and paste pictures and all of the things on. And, you know, when we make a vision board and we make it all pretty and all the things that we do, um, we're looking at what we think our life should be like, okay? We're looking at all of these huge accomplishments, right? But then what happens later on, you know, in the year or a couple months down the road, you're looking at this vision board with all these big things on there and you literally hate yourself because you feel disappointed because, hey, I'm not there already. So if you want to make a vision board, you can make one that has short-term goals, right? Um, um, And, you know, long-term goals, of course. But you need the short-term goals, the ability to achieve them, um, you know, within a you know selected time frame so that you can see yourself making progress. Progress equals happiness. I've been saying this for the last few podcasts. Progress equals happiness. When we are growing and achieving as human beings, we feel more happier in our lives. So today I wanted to go over um, 10 things that we have to give up in order to move forward. I think, you know, we oftentimes think that, oh, because it's January 1st of a new year, or um, I'm gonna start completely over, everything is gonna reset. Life does not reset on January the 1st, right? It is about what you want your life to look like. And in order for you to have a life that you want your life to look like, there are some things that we have to give up in order to move forward. Now, I'm, this is not a list of things that are like, you know, oh, stop eating sweets or, you know, doing this. This is actually very common things that we may or may not think about all the time. Um, um, I like what Tony Robbins talks about as your blueprint for your life. And a blueprint for life is what do you think your life should look like? right? In as a human being, if our life doesn't look like what we think it should, it causes us pain. It causes us, um, you know, depression or anxiety or disappointment or discouragement, right? If our life does not look like what we think it should, just, just look at your own mind. Okay. What did you imagine 
um, you know, 20 years ago that your life would look like currently? Does it look like what you thought it would look like? Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. I can guarantee that there is, a, there is an area that doesn't look like how you expected it to be, right? And the good news is that we can change the blueprint of our life right? And, you know, when I was younger, my blueprint was, I want to get married. I want to have children, you know, the, the white house and the picket fence and, you know, all the things, right? And then very quickly, um, I ended up an addict and I ended up in prison, right? And my blueprint did not look like what I wanted it to look like. So was I disappointed? Yes. Was I ashamed? Yes. Did I feel guilty? Yes. Because I had this picture in my mind of what my life should have looked like, and it didn't. And even even since then, right, I had always thought about, what if I would have listened to my grandparents and went to college? What if I would have been like my cousins over here and went to college and, you know, had a degree and then had this, this, um, life that I, that I see them having that looks so successful and pain-free and all of the things, right? But my life was not meant to go in that direction. My life was not meant to be like theirs, right? My purpose was not the same as theirs. My life took a different turn. And it's easy to get discouraged and to think, you know, well, you know, if I wouldn't have done this, then my life would look like this. If I didn't make this decision, my life would look like this, right? But your life is exactly how it's supposed to be. But if we envision the blueprint and we don't change the blueprint of what our life should look like, we will live disappointed. We will live in resentment or bitterness, or we will begin to doubt our capabilities and the things that God has instilled in us that we can do, right? Our superpower, whatever that is for you. God gives all of us a superpower. I have the gift of gab. That is one of my superpowers. Um, you know, and so if we don't begin to change the story that we're telling ourselves, we are going to live in pain and disappointment because it doesn't look like what we expected. And it's, and you can, I wrote my notes down this morning. I've sat here for like 30 minutes writing notes down. Um, so you always remember that you are more than the story that you're telling yourself, right? We often have this story that we've written in our head that we are telling ourselves constantly every single day. We're telling ourselves this particular story about ourselves, whether it's true or not true. But what we do have the ability to do is change the blueprint of our life. But what happens is we get into anger, bitterness, resentment. We get into the blame game, right? We get into, well, this happened and this is why my life is like this. We like to blame, right? When we blame, we have resentment, right? When we have resentment, our life is not going to look like what we want it to look like because we hold that inside, right? And we base our decisions and our life and our purpose and everything based on that story, those limiting beliefs that we've created in our head for ourselves, and so um, I was listening to um, a, a YouTube video this morning and it said resentment is like drinking poison and hoping that your enemy will die, right? 
So we're poisoning ourselves with resentment and bitterness when we could be thriving and being happy on, um, you know, the so many great things that are actually happening right now in our lives. So 10 things that you have to give up in order to move forward. Ready? Let's go. All right. So one is letting the opinion of others control your life. Don't we all do that sometimes? I used to do that. That held me back from writing my first book, right? Um, that helped me, uh, held me back when I was, um, you know, when I was about to do the podcast, I kept telling myself all these limiting beliefs of, you know, well, people are going to judge me for my story. They're going to, um, you know, they're going to judge me. They're going to tell me that I can't be doing a podcast because I'm a convicted felon or, you know, I was an addict or I was a bad mom. You know, it's all the stories that we tell ourselves, but you cannot allow the opinions of others to dictate or write the narrative for your life, right? People's opinions of you are none of your business. I've said that a lot. They're none of your business. Number two, the shame of past failures. You are not your past, right? You lived your past. You lived through your past. You at one time were your past, but you are no longer your past failures. You have to let go of what you did or did not do in the past in order to rewrite the blueprint of your life because you don't live there anymore. You cannot live looking through the rearview mirror. You have to live looking through the uh, windshield, right? If we were driving our cars, constantly looking in the rearview mirror, we would end up rear-ending our someone or causing an accident, right? It's the same thing in life. When you're always looking behind you, you're going to make a mistake, right? It's going to hold you back. You're going to have a wreck, right? Because you're constantly looking in the past. You don't live there anymore. And that goes along with number one, right? Allowing other people's opinions to control your life. If you listen to everybody's opinion about you, you're not always going to have fans, right? You're going to have a lot of fans that are haters, right? So you cannot allow other people's opinions to narrate how you are going to live your life, right? So stop feeding into the shame of your past failures. You're not, you don't live there anymore. Number three is being indecisive about what you want, right? That goes along with writing the blueprint for your life. Instead of making a New Year's resolution, say, I am going to rewrite the blueprint of my life, not just for 2023, but for future years, right? I'm going to rewrite what I'm telling myself. I'm going to rewrite my story, right? It may not be what I envisioned it to be, but as you grow, I say this all the time, as you grow, as you learn, as you try things, you don't try things, in your life you're going to have to pivot, right? Your goals are going to be different. Your dreams are going to be different. You know, you may be here for a minute and you may learn something that you can take to your next um, adventure, right? Life is about learning to pivot, 
right? My stomach is growling. Did you guys just hear that? <laughs> it's about learning to pivot um, in certain situations, right? If it's not working, you know, fix it. If, if, if it's not working, then do what needs to happen to make it better, right? Whatever that is. But we have to be decisive about what we want in our lives, right? It's not, okay, well, maybe I'm going to do this or maybe I'm going to do that. It's what do you want? How, what do you think that your life should look like, right? And this doesn't just go for goals, right? For just, you know, oh, I want to be more financially, um, you know, um, set this year, right? Or I want to make a million dollars or I want to start a business or whatever. It goes beyond that. What do you want for yourself, right? I want a different mindset. I, you know, want to be, um, spend more time with God. I want to fast. It's your blueprint for your life is just not about the big things, right? The external things. What do you want for yourself internally, right? What do you, you know, I want to, you know, work out more to get rid of the depression or, you know, I need to take care of my body more or, um, you know, I'm going to do more, uh, breathing exercises when I'm feeling anxious or, um, when I'm going into a panic attack or, you know, I want to, um, do self work to feel so that I can feel worthy and enough. And it goes beyond just writing down these big goals that you have, because in order to accomplish these big goals, something has to change inside of you or you would have already accomplished those, right? Your mindset's off. Um, you know, how you see money is off, you know, how you're, um, um, stewarding your money is off. Like something within you has to change or you would have already accomplished all of those goals. Okay. So stop being indecisive about what you want. I want this. Okay. And yes, are there external factors to, um, getting by more financially stable? Yes, there are external factors, but what do you have to change in here and in here in order to get to those goals? right? So stop being indecisive. What do you want, right? Where do you see yourself in five years or 10 years or maybe even a month from now or two months from now, right? What needs to change in here in order to produce what you're asking for out there, okay? So procrastinating on goals that matter to you. Again, this goes back to fixing this and this, right? If you most of the time when we are procrastinating, it has to do with fear of, around something, okay? We procrastinate because in procrastination, we're telling ourselves this. Well, can I do this? Um, is this going to work if I try this? Um, well, I've been hurt before in the past, so I, I don't know if I should really do this. So what we're doing is we are feeding our limiting beliefs, which is in turn causing procrastination in our lives, right? So we have to stop procrastinating on goals that really matter to us, right? We're like, if I could budget for six months out of this year, right? I could take that dream vacation that I wanted to take, right? But in order to achieve that and be able to budget, what are you telling yourself about money? 
Are you saying, oh, I'm, I'm getting 40 hours a week and I'm only making $600 a week and I can barely pay my bills. What do you need to tell yourself to be able to budget your money to take that dream vacation? right? We are motivated by the things that we want. We have to want things bad enough and then we will make it happen. So stop procrastinating on goals that matter, right? If you feel that tug in your heart to do something, stop procrastinating on it, right? If you're feeling it, if you can imagine it, you can do it. I have a hard time with that sometimes because I have a big imagination and I can see all of these things very clearly, but I too suffer with procrastination because I had this negative self-talk and these limiting beliefs and, you know, oh, what are people, other people going to think? That goes back to the opinions of others, right? We have to know what we want and what we have to fix personally in order to get to where we want to be, okay? The next one is choosing to do nothing. Okay, when we procrastinate, we are making a conscious decision to do nothing, right? Because we're telling ourselves, I can't, I won't, I did it before, I failed, I don't have enough money, I don't have this, I don't have that, right? So what we're, cho- we're choosing to do nothing when we're in a state of procrastination, right? And we don't get to choose how we die, Okay. We only get to choose how we live in this moment, how we live right now, right? We don't get to choose. So if I, I did this, um, I did this class before a long time ago, and it was um, there was a exercise where we had to literally lay on the floor and picture ourselves being in a boat, okay? And like we were we were on a ship. And um, our ship was sinking, right? And they had a lifeboat, but only a few people could get on the lifeboat, right? So they call your friends and family and they're like, hey, you know, your loved one is on this boat and it is sinking. And what does your family and friends do? They all run to the dock, right? Because they want to, they just know that it's you that is on that lifeboat, right? And you, so they all run and write. So what's happening is you are the one that did not make it on the lifeboat, right? So what you're picturing now is what is um, your, your friends and your family are standing around, right? When they realize that you were on that sinking, sinking ship and you didn't come off and all of your friends and family are standing around and you have to imagine what they're saying about you, Right? You know, they had so much potential, they just didn't use it. They had so much talent. We have, we always say that they take the good ones too soon, right? So we have the option in our lives, right? Imagine, imagine yourself, right? And, and something happens to you. And, and then you're looking back over your life and you're saying, I could have done this. Or there's another story, right? You get to heaven and there's this closet, right? And you're shown the closet and you open up the closet and there's all these boxes in there, right? And you're like, Jesus, what are, what are all of these boxes that are in this room that my name is on? 
And he says, those are all the blessings that I wanted to send you. Think about that. But you were too busy holding resentment or bitterness or you were too busy telling yourself you couldn't do it or you were too busy living in fear instead of having the courage or you were too busy focusing on other people's opinions of you and you were too busy focusing on what wasn't happening instead of all the all the things that I was sending you that was happening I know that was pretty deep but I just thought I would share that because sometimes it takes an actual experience, either physically or mentally, for people to realize, hey, you know, people, some people need the experiences or the visions in order to see the things that are happening, right? And to, in order to promote change in their lives. So number six is, and my husband's going to be laughing at this one right now. um, You need to let go of always wanting to be right. He's laughing right now. I can, he's not even, he's upstairs and um, I know he's laughing. But it's, a, it's never give up the right to be wrong. Never give up the right to be wrong. Because when you do, you will lose the ability to grow and learn. When sometimes we don't start businesses or things like that because of fear of failure, right? Um, If you fail, you fail forward, okay? Some people are like, oh, I'm a failure. I, If you fail at something, there's always something else, right? But we fail forward. We cannot be ashamed to fail, Failure is how we grow, right? If you would not have made some mistakes in your life, how would you have gotten to where you are today? Right? Never give up the right to be wrong. What I tell my husband, and I said, I said, I don't know everything, but I am 140 pounds of pure knowledge. That's what I tell him all the time. And I don't feel like I always need to be right, but this is a good point. When we, when you go, or when you, uh, when you, um, when you will not allow yourself to be wrong, okay, we give up the ability to learn and grow, right? If we fail at something, that's okay. Were we wrong about it? Yes. But what did I learn from that? How did that experience grow me in a way that I did not grow from the past experience, right? So number seven is running from problems that need to be fixed. Running from problems that need to be fixed. Face the issue. Fix the problem. Communicate, appreciate, forgive, and love, right? Sometimes what we do is instead of fixing the problem, we're like, mm, yeah, yeah, okay, you know, I'll just, I'll, I'll deal with that later, right? But what happens when you don't deal with an issue is the issue begins to build and build and build and build and build. And before you know it, it's a much bigger issue than what it was at the beginning. If there's trauma, 
if there's hurt, if there's pain, if whatever it is, you have to fix it. Because those things will eat away at your soul. Those things will keep you from your God-given superpower. Right? What we cannot do is create a diversion in our lives, right? We cannot create a diversion where we say, I'm going to be really good over here, but I'm not going to work on the things over here. You were not meant to be a two-part person. You were meant to be a whole being, okay? So when we refuse to deal with things that we know we need to deal with, when we refuse to deal with hurt and pain and trauma and we begin to stuff it and stuff it, but we say, you know what, I'm going to be great over here but I'm not, I'm not dealing with this over here, right? What happens? Somewhere in your life, there's going to be a clash, right? Because what's going to happen is we're going to fall short somewhere. We're going to fall short somewhere because we did not deal with the issue that needed to be dealt with when it needed to be dealt with. And how that turns out in trauma or how that turns out in pain or how that turns out in failure is we stuff it. We create a diversion where, hey, I'm going to be great over here so nobody sees this over here, right? I'm going to be great, okay? And then nobody's going to see this mess over here that I have that I refuse to deal with, right? But what's going to happen is it's going to create a diversion. And in your life, meaning the people that you really love or the people that you really want in your life or the people um, that want the best for you are going to get this part of your life that you don't want to deal with, right? It happens to everybody. It's Nobody's excluded from that. Nobody is. Um, so face the issue, fix the problem, communicate, appreciate, and forgive and love right? Number eight is making excuses instead of decisions. This contributes to um, long-term failure. Um, again, goes back to number seven. I'll deal with that trauma later. I'll deal with this. Um, I'll deal with this situation later. I'll deal with you know, the forgiveness later, I'll, you know, instead of saying, you know, oh, well, you know what? I forgot about that person. I don't even care, right? I'm over them. I'm not with them anymore, right? But what happens is we carry those things into other relationships, right? So what affected you in one relationship is going to be a hindrance in the next relationship, right? Um, Another thing is the business aspect of it, right? When we are in business and we're like, okay, well, I know that I need to do this to make my business better, but we don't do it, right? What about um, in uh, if we have small children, right? Um, you know, the parents being on the same page about discipline or um, about where their kids, you know, are going to eat or you know, what their diet's going to look like or, or, or whatever, right? But what happens is when we don't get on the same page, we end up making um, excuses. Well, you know, whatever, you know, it happened. I'll deal with it later, right? Stop. We have to stop making excuses. Begin to make solid decisions. Which goes back to another point that I made is stop being indecisive about your goals, right? We have to start 
instead of making excuses, we have to start making decisions, right? Decisions to heal, decisions in financing, or finances, decisions and goals, decisions in what we want for our mental health, what we want for our body, what we want for our marriages. We have to stop saying, I will deal with this later. Because when we say, I will deal with this later, you are contributing to a long-term failure. When you could have faced it from the get-go, fixed the problem, communicated or done the work that needed to be done but instead we're contributing to long-term failure because we don't want to deal with the things that um, we would rather make the excuses instead of the decisions number nine overlooking the positive points in your life Um, what you see often depends on what you're looking for how accurate is that what you see often depends on what you are looking for meaning if you have this mindset of how your the blueprint of your life is supposed to be, you made that blueprint 20 years ago, your life has changed dramatically, right? And you're still looking for the blueprint from 20 years ago, you're going to live in constant failure, right? What are you looking for in your current life? right? How has things changed? How can you change the blueprint? Okay, well, I know this is not what my life looks like from 20 years ago, right? And I don't feel like it's ever going to look like that. But what does it look like now? How can you recreate? How can you rewrite your story, rewrite the blueprint for your life in order for your life to be better, right? We cannot live from a blueprint 20 years ago. Um, let me see. You will have a hard time being happy if you aren't thankful for your little things now. Don't despise small beginnings. Don't despise small beginnings. Okay? Sometimes we are only looking for the next big thing. Right? We are always looking for the next big thing that we cannot live in the present moment. And that is number 10 not appreciating the present moment. How easy is it for us to pick up our phones and stare at our phones? It's easy for us to watch a TV show. It's easy for us to do anything else but be in the present moment. Okay? We are always trying to accomplish something big without realizing that the greatest part of life is in the small moments. Look back on your life where did you feel the greatest joy? It would be in those small moments, right? The small moments. When I have all of my family at my home together, all of my kids, grandkids, husband, that is one of the biggest joys for me is everyone being in the same home. Whether it is for an hour or two hours or three hours or 30 minutes, that brings me joy having everybody in one place okay and that's a small moment right it's not like we're doing anything gigantic right maybe we're cooking hot dogs on the grill right and eating hot dogs and chips and drinking dr pepper right but that is a big joy for me i look forward to those small moments when we're not doing anything amazing We're all just here, right? So stop looking for these huge moments 
all the time, right? It's the small moments that we need to learn to appreciate because those are the moments you're going to look back on and say, you know what? Those were the pillars of my life. Those were the moments that made the biggest difference. It's not your first million dollars, right? Because some of the people that have the most money are extremely unhappy. They have everything in the world and they're miserable with their lives. So what small moments can you take from each day where you can be fully playing full out present in your life to help you get to where you're going? So for 2023, stop making New Year's resolutions that you're going to give up on by January 15th or January 30th, right? Stop, you know, making these fancy vision boards that you're going to look at in in two, three months and say, wow, I don't have that, you know, 5,000 square foot home yet, or I'm not driving a Bentley or whatever your dream car is, Um, you know, and you're disappointed, you think you're a failure because you you cannot see yourself getting to those places, right? What are the small steps and small goals that you need to take to get to where you're trying to go? It doesn't start with a vision board. It starts in here, in your head and in your heart. It 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 doesn't. It doesn't start with this, right? It starts here and here and making the commitment and the dedication. Okay, I'm going to achieve these small things. And if I achieve the small things, if I start the business, if I, you know, go for the promotion or if I go for the new job, that, and I save the money or I sacrifice this every month so I can save that money to do this. It's the small things, It's not the big things. It's the small moments, the small goals, the the small accomplishments that's going to get you to where you're trying to go. We often find ourselves in disappointment because we haven't accomplished all those huge things. Right? In fact, we've kind of went backwards instead of forwards and then we get disappointed and say, you know what? Well, what the heck is the point? I encourage you for 2023 to set the small goals. But what I encourage you to do the most is get your head and your heart in alignment for what you want to see in here so that you can produce outwardly what you're looking for. Right? Because God looks at the heart, right? So if we're asking for a blessing and our heart is not really there, How can he produce a blessing in our lives when our heart and our mind is not ready to receive the blessing that we're asking for? If you're an ugly person and you make a million dollars, it's not going to make you a better person. It's just going to make you an uglier person, right? And I don't mean ugly as in looks. I mean ugly as in You know, you don't give or you go buy everything and you don't help anybody, right? If you're a good person, right? Meaning your heart and your mind is in alignment with what you're asking God for. 
you make a million dollars and you're still going to be a good person because you're going to do good things with that million dollars. So I encourage you for 2023 to get your heart and your mind in alignment with where you're trying to go. You are more than the story that you're telling yourself. You're still living with the blueprint from 20 years ago. Rewrite the story. Rewrite the blueprint. Your life has changed. You have grown. You have learned. You have failed forward. You have done so many things, but you're still living on the blueprint of 20 years ago. What is that new blueprint for you? What in your heart and your mind do you need to get into an alignment so that you can walk into 2023 learning, growing, and achieving all that God has said that you can have? So I hope that this uh, touches the ears that needs to hear it. Um, your, please share if you know anybody that needs to hear it also. Um, and you know what? It's, it's almost 2023. So I hope that you have a happy, um, happy, happy new year. And uh, I will see you again in 2023.